This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks gained to and at records on Wednesday, closing out a choppy session higher after the Federal Open Market Committee's June meeting minutes signaled a split on the timing for rolling back crisis-era monetary policies. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq ticked up to reach record intraday and closing highs, led by a resurgence in growth and technology names. The Dow also rose. Meanwhile, shares of DD Global DIDI added to losses after shares sank 19% on Tuesday to close below their IPO price from last week after Chinese regulators called for the removal of the ride-hailing service in app stores in the country. Treasury yields dropped along the long end of the curve, and the 10-year yield dipped to hover near 1.3%, or the lowest level since February. U.S. crude oil prices also sank, falling after reaching a -a six-and-a-half-year high just earlier this week after OPEC failed to come to a deal to increase crude output. Some pundits speculated that some oil producers might begin to act alone to increase output after the breakdown in OPEC talks. Others, however, were more skeptical. This has been a long time coming. There's been a lot of destruction in the energy patch here in the United States for the past three, four years. The pandemic kind of finished the job for most U.S. producers. OPEC really was in the driver's seat for most of this year, Dan Dicker, the Energy Word founder, told Yahoo Finance. With this country coming out of the pandemic so strongly and the rest of Europe and the rest of the world still to come out of the pandemic leads many traders to believe, and me to believe, we're not done with the rally in crude oil. For equity investors, focus has centered on both the path forward for monetary policy, which has underpinned stocks' record rebound during the pandemic, and the pace of growth in corporate earnings. The Fed's June meeting minutes released Wednesday helped elucidate the central bank's thinking around when to tighten their currently ultra-accommodative monetary policies, from their crisis-era asset purchase program to near-zero benchmark interest rates. According to the minutes, a few participants mentioned that they expected the economic conditions set out in the committee's forward guidance for the federal funds rate to be met somewhat earlier than they had projected in March. And next week's second quarter corporate earnings results will kick off in earnest, showing the extent of the boost companies received following a major U.S. vaccination campaign and widespread reopenings. The second half, honestly, it's shaping up to be a continuation of what we've been seeing, but maybe a little moderation in these growth rates. If you look at earnings expectations for this quarter coming up, they're up about 60% year over year. Earnings expectations have been absolutely soaring. Michael Antonelli, Baird, PWM, Mark 
market strategist told Yahoo Finance. That rate will probably come down, but we can't be disappointed with that level of growth expectations and earnings. Forward PEs, price-earnings ratios, are still pretty high above 21, but I think, honestly, the second half is shaping up to be a continued reopening, continued expectations for better earnings, and a possible correction. If you were to take any single year in history, you should expect about three 5% corrections and one 10% correction, he added. We've had one 4% pullback, so to me, the probability of another pullback is high. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.